Hey guys, welcome back to Lesbian Honest. I'm Ash. I'm here with my amazing wife, Kears. What's up, guys? Uh, good morning! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I will tell you. We're doing things differently today. Uh, I feel like I could definitely hear a difference in my voice for sure. <laughs> we even tried talking this morning together a little bit more, like, warm them up, but it is uh, spring forward. Yeah, so it's currently 6.13, but it actually is, like, technically 5.13. Yes. and Which Kirsten, I forgot about. <laughs> until this morning. We have been so just, like, jammed up this week. Just, like, just busy. Busy, 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 busy. And we keep being like, oh, like, we'll sit down. This will be a great night for the podcast. And, like, we forgot about something on the calendar. <laughs> like, something's <laughs> happened. So we've been just, like, it's been, like heavy on our shoulders like god we have not made like we need to make time for this like and here's this bright idea last night last night or yeah, yesterday? yesterday yesterday she was like yeah yesterday morning Kirsten was, <laughs> Kirsten was like i have this idea what if we set an alarm and we get up at 5 45 and make a cup of coffee okay mind you like Kirsten and i Let's talk about the coffee real quick because I purchased Kirsten an espresso as a birthday gift. She's been talking about it. She's been like, I'm like, I'm the type of person that like, I don't like waiting for holidays or birthdays or whatever to like purchase I what I need. Why I've thought Kirsten this, always does. This has been like a event, like investment that I've wanted for, pro I'm like, not kidding, probably two to three years. Like I've been like here and there talking about it, but like, I've never been like, that's what I want. You know what I mean? No. Like, I've and never been like, but in the back of my mind, I'm like, that'd be so cool if they got me that. And Kirsten knows that, like, once she's like, babe, I want this. Like, right. I need to get this. Like, I really want this. It'll show up within 24 to 48 business hours. Correct. So, <laughs> so Kirsten's like, I don't know. I've been researching this and she'll talk to me about it. She's like, but I don't, I don't think I want it. <laughs> well, I have to do, like, tell her, like, I hard don't want this right now, but I want you to know it's, like, on my radar, which, like, is not usually something I do, is tell her there's something on my radar that, like, like, maybe I'll tell her, like, I'm researching it, so I'm, like, maybe it could be coming up, but not, you know, so I have to tell her, I like... I feel like for it to get to the point where you tell me about it... Yeah. You've probably been researching it for a few weeks, if not months. Yeah. Because if I talk to Kirsten about something, she's like, oh, we're getting it, because I'm like... Oh, my God. I just don't, like, I don't know. And it's been a downfall for me on certain things. I mean, Ash will do it so bad that, like, if she wants something and it's, like, a big thing that we can't exactly just, like, go out and get today. Because, you know, we haven't always lived that life that we just were we able absolutely to, like, have not lived that life. go buy an Xbox 360 today. But mm -hmm. if she wants something that she knows we can't afford... She'll just talk about it 24-7, and then eventually... <laughs> and then I just see Kirsten, like, start looking past me through my soul, like, to whatever, literally anything else that's behind me, because she's like, if we have this conversation one I more time. literally <laughs> have thought about, like, in the past, like, overdrafting our bank account to go buy this thing that she needs, because I'm like, maybe if I just do it, she'll shut up. Like... Friends, I'm not kidding you. Like, I should find any way to, like, bring it into a conversation. Like, we'd be like, okay, like, let's go to the park. And she'd be like, you know what you can do after you go to the park? You could play Xbox. <laughs> okay, great. Get your shoes on. I feel like it's a little bit more creative It was more than subtle that, than that. But, I mean, come on. <laughs> it was really bad when we were looking at cars. Babe, did you just see that truck? 
Did you just see that truck? That was. That was bad. I learned so much about trucks, though. Like, now I know a lot <laughs> about trucks because, like, I was shown and... You know it's taught. good when all of a sudden Kirst starts to be like, babe, look at that one. Look at that <laughs> F-350. And Ash would be like, wow. And I'd be like, I think it's a diesel. Probably a turbo. God, and I'm like, what do we need an F-350 for? We literally don't tow anything. Probably has an Allison <laughs> transmission in it. No, not a Ford. Oh, no, see, still learning. But yes, I'm proud of you for remembering that transmission. Good job. Yeah, it's one of the good ones, I think. It is, yeah. Yeah. But anyways, the coffee machine. So I got my coffee machine that I've been like wanting, but like wasn't, I don't know, because Kirsten's Espresso's... biggest thing is Kirsten is such a like bargain shopper yeah for the expensive shit she wants when kirsten kirsten like doesn't ask for things for a long long time but when she does it well made up for that space and time from the last time she got something because of the like cost of it yeah like kirsten will be like, like no i don't have like clothes to wear and i'll be like okay and she's like these are literally from high school and i'll be like okay like and, and she'll be like well i can take you shopping babe like do you want to go to kohl's and i was like i was thinking we could go to like buckle and she's like Oh, and I'm like, which is funny because for what you spend at Buckle, I could easily get an entire wardrobe for somebody at Kohl's or like, I don't know. It just cracks me up. Kirsten's like, I did so good. 18 years, I'll keep these things. (laughs) You do. I mean, that is one thing too, is that like, you know what you want and like, you don't settle for it. And then when you do get it, like you're content and it lasts you forever. Like, yeah, I'm pretty sure I could probably pick out a handful of things in your closet right now. Because that's where we sit. Yes, guys, for <laughs> real and still. Right. Lesbian honest. Uh, we are in talking, stereo in our closet. Side note, though, we're going to talk about, we're going to try to make, like, a space for the podcast. Like, I think this summer our goal is to have, like, a small room to, like, do our podcast and, like, have it be, like, a plant slash, like, a... Vitamin D. What did you call it? Like, our zen room. Yes. I would love that. I know. Like, could you imagine sitting on the floor and not getting uncomfortable within 20 minutes? I feel like that's <laughs> also, like, like why maybe, like, the podcast, I'm like, oh, I can't tonight, my knees. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds terrible. Well, then it's funny, though, because then every time we do an episode, Kirsten talks about it for days. She's like, I like I'm really, really liking this. I like, do this is like fun. the podcast. I think it's just... Um, time. I need 48 hours in a day, to be honest with you guys. Let's be honest, you need 48 hours in a day? Let's be honest, friends. (laughs) Um, no, so I got this Nespresso machine for my birthday. (laughs) Back on track. Yeah. Apparently this is harder in the morning. (laughs) Um, and I knew that I liked it right before I'm not a coffee drinker, guys. I don't no. like hot things. I'm not a coffee Ash drinker. Ash tells me that my coffee, like, I'll make a cup of coffee. This was prior to the Nespresso. I'd make my Keurig coffee. And or any be, regular coffee. She'd be like, what's that smell? I'd be like, <laughs> what? And she's like, it smells like burnt shit <laughs> down here. And I'm like, I don't know. I just made a cup of coffee. Yep, that's what it is. It's your coffee. It smells like, like burnt shit. I feel like shit. I need to go hide and drink my coffee in hiding because you're so judgy over my burnt shit coffee. I'm sensitive to certain smells. What else am I sensitive to? There's one smell that I cannot freaking stand. Like, and if people do it or if you do it and you don't think about it, 
Like Oh, the smell of candle. Like, if you blow a candle out and you don't, like, smother it, you have to, like, smother the candle with, like, a lid and you can't open it again. I hate the smell of a blown out, a recently blown out candle. Like, yeah. I can't freaking stand it. So, anyway. What is that? What is that? Like, you're straight up. <laughs> she gives me this look. Like, I don't know why you are the way you are. I, you're welcome. Yeah. We're working through some of that. I love you. <laughs> You have trauma from a candle sometimes. I don't know what it is. Think about it. But maybe don't. Yeah, no, thank you. I like could... Yeah, I really can't stand it. Like, birthday parties for me are really hard. Oh, my God. People are like, let's sing happy birthday. And I'm like, abort. <laughs> Get out of here. Let's go. She's like standing Find your outside exes. filming through the window. <laughs> Good job, honey. They're going to blow those candles out. I can't stand them. Well, and Kirsten is such a candle person. I do. I go through phases. Like, oh my gosh, Kirsten, I'm in a candle phase. You go through your candle phase, and she's got like six, like six lit. Okay, that's an over exaggeration. I would say like two. I never like more than two. Also, because I do believe you cannot. Like, there's that reel going around about leaving a candle unattended, and after you walk away, the flames become like three feet tall and start reaching out. It's like my mind is like can't leave a candle. That's true. In a room, so. But, like, even, like, when we, like, go to bed or just go upstairs or, like, somewhere, I'm like, is the candles blown out? Are the doors locked? You ask me, are there any candles on? (laughs) Are there any candles on? I'm going to let the trash out. I I turned them all off. Did you? (laughs) Are there any candles on? (laughs) I I do have these, like, sayings that Kirsten is, like, that, like, literally is not possible. Like, I always tell Kirsten, like, I'm going to let the trash out. She's like, where's it going to go? Yeah, she used to tell me, she'd make an announcement, I'm going to go let the trash out. <laughs> okay. Is it going to run to the curb? Like, do you need a leash? <laughs> what do you do? I'm confused. <laughs> so that's always been a thing. And then the candles. Did you leave any candles on? No, I didn't leave them burning. I'll go double check that they're off. <laughs> like, What? But ashes... so yes, Kirsten's coffee drives me nuts. Like there would be times where like I would still be sleeping and she would get up to go and like make a cup of coffee and come back into our room and she wouldn't make a peep. And I'd wake up and be like, oh God, what is that smell? It smells like burnt shit. <laughs> Were you cooking downstairs? And then I'll like blink open my eyes. Kirsten's like sit there just like, I love my coffee. I love my coffee. I'm like that is horrible. So we get her this, I get her this espresso and the first time she makes it, I think I said something about like, it's smelling good. Yeah. And Kirsten's like, that's weird. We were in the car. Yeah. And you. Yeah. We were in the car and Kirsten was like, we're just driving and I was just like, your coffee smells good. And I was like, oh, that's different. Is this like a reverse psychology thing or are you being serious? Because I never have heard you say that before. Even right. when we've like gone to a coffee shop that like smells great, you've never been like, this smells so good. Maybe you think things that smell great are not what normal people think smells good. Do you guys love the smell of freshly ground coffee? Do you guys love the smell of tires? Can someone walk into a tire shop and be like, ah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Well, like weird date night consists of me taking Kirsten to go get some freshly brewed coffee and then standing around and having a conversation and catching up in the middle of a tire shop. Oh my God. I love it. <laughs> it's great. No, but so see, we both have our quirks with things, but 
it's a this espresso machine has like changed our lives though because Kirsten's like this is so good this is so yummy and I'm like oh my god this is so good this is so yummy and Kirsten's like telling me she's like well yeah you're you're essentially drinking like a latte and I was like what a latte what's a latte she's like literally what you just freaking made because <laughs> we got like a frother with it yeah and we're very particular anyways about like what creamers Kirsten's like, as long as it's coffee, I don't care. I'm like, if it's not sugar-free hazelnut coffee, like I, like I can't, no, no, right. no. Like if we're at a creamer, I'm like, <laughs> peasants. <laughs> it's funny though, because truly like I am working really hard to try to like get through like some health stuff. So I'm really been like, well, we both kind of have like, we're really focusing on trying to like put in our bodies, like what we should be putting in our bodies. And like, I'm trying to cut out a lot of like bad habits and things. And so like soda has always been my source of caffeine. And I went from like just regular sodas, like a lot a day and I'm just drinking empty calories and being all jacked on caffeine and sugar at the same time. Then I went to like diet or like zeros and I still would have like a few of those a day, like two to three on average and now I'm to a point where I'm like, I gotta do something. Like, I feel, I feel like I'm like, I'm middle-aged now. Like, I need to get my life. I need to be grown. Oh my gosh. Right? <laughs> so, it happens fast. So I'm like walking around with like my one cup of coffee that like I can stand and love. Like, that's becoming a part of me now. And then I'm still trying to stay off of like soda. So I've got like my little cup full of water with like Kool-Aid squirt in there because I need some. <laughs> I missed the bubbles, but <clears throat> so yes, this Nespresso machine has definitely like changed our lives because Kirsten like... can have coffee whenever she wants and I don't feel like it smells like burnt shit and now I partake. So it's becoming like a cute little, I'm like, oh my God, like bonding experience together. <laughs> Kirsten's like, I've been doing this since I was like five. Ash just like found this newfound thing and I'm like, I know. I'm like, Hey guys, have you ever had coffee? Welcome to the have party. Have you had Have you ever had a, a latte? latte? <laughs> Everyone just stops and stares. Guys, please text me. I would love to have some lattes with people. Please just like reach out. <laughs> and you want to go have a latte? I do. I want to go have a latte. It Let's catch so up. Fancy. <laughs> Ash is like over here. Her if we go to Starbucks, I have to bring my own. <laughs> I have to bring my own yeah, creamer because they don't have hazelnut. <laughs> they don't have anything at Starbucks. I'm not a fan. Sorry. Oh, cures. I know. Smash. I think that you started to be but i think that as we've grown i also we're like i can make this at home for a dollar <laughs> exactly that's what happens that's the thing but that you should see kirsten with the starbucks in her hands and she's like mm. oh yeah you have to order good. the right thing Sometimes you do have you to order... forget to how wait. the hell what club is that let's talk about that for a second what club is it where you learn all these crazy freaking names and combinations have you ever it's a whole nother language i'm kind of mad about it you just got I to feel, the party. I, mean, I feel You so can't <laughs> go to a different country and just think that you're going to speak the language. You just got to the party. I'm so offended and Welcome. frustrated because I don't... Ash does not appreciate the fact that she has not been emerged in the coffee world um, her whole life. So now she's, like, behind. I get so mad and I feel so dumb. I think that's what makes me frustrated is I feel so dumb. I'm like, yeah, can I What's get, like... She literally, you guys, just had her first caramel macchiato the other day. I cannot with this person. 
I feel like we should start posting pictures of like, like these. I new promised that I tried. you I was gonna do firsts with you, but I meant like Disney World and the beach and Cabo. I didn't mean a caramel macchiato from Starbucks. <laughs> I honestly pained my heart that you have never had one of Kirsten those. Kirsten was like, "Are you serious?" I'm not. She was kind of mad at me for a minute, and I was you. like, "What did I do?" I swear to God, I've never had a caramel macchiato before. I feel like you just. I don't know what kind of caramel apple ciders now. Yes. No, that's not. No, that's why you don't understand the language because you went to Starbucks and ordered a caramel apple cider. Well, it used to start out with, I always become friends with them. (laughs) Hi, do you have anything that's not coffee? Right. Um, That's not too hot. (laughs) That's the other thing too. I have to order my like less hot. They don't do kid temp anymore. It's just like not hot. Kid temp went away because kids can handle the less hot. And here's Ash like... So hot. <laughs> yeah, so I order a dirty chai when we went the I'm other I'm sorry, day. does anybody else know what a dirty chai is? Please, please let us know. We're going to put... I'm posting that this morning on okay. our page. Okay. What, we'll see what, what people, people get. Please tell me your Starbucks or your coffee order, please. That's what's going to happen because I need to learn this lingo because, quite frankly, it agitates the absolute crap out of me not understanding this. It's just a dirty chai. Does anybody else know what a dirty chai is? Mm-hmm. First of all, chai tea. I was like, okay, chai tea. And the first time I see it, I'm like, chia? Like, <laughs> saya? Like, what is this? And then you taste a chai tea and it's nothing like what you would think it is. And then you're like, oh, that's chai. Got it. So what is it? Like cloves or something? Mm. I don't know. Mm. It's good. And then a dirty chai. Yeah. Tell me what a dirty chai is, friends. Anyways. So, yes. I was always the one that would go and get coffee for Kirst. And she'd tell me all these crazy freaking... I just felt dumb. I'd like have, to, and then I'd read it. So then I sound robotic. I know Ash didn't know what a okay. So the Nespresso machine makes coffee and then like Americano and like different size. Like so then and also espresso shots. And Ash didn't know. So <laughs> she's brewing coffee. Well, she called. I love how coffee's coffee. been the first twenty minutes of this podcast though. But I want you guys to understand like how near and dear though. <laughs> like our hearts this is because this is all new ground for me mm-hmm. and Kirsten's is like when was your first coffee with your grandpa oh i was like four months old he put coffee in my bottle when i was little you were like a toddler probably yeah. right i but... was drinking like straight drinking coffee by the time i was three or four like asking for it <laughs> they say it stunts your growth just jazzed out Kirsten. oh the coffee yeah <laughs> black juice i want the black juice oh my gosh <laughs> well because doesn't grandpa drink his black yeah. I like, mean, nothing in it. That, that is, like, next level. You have reached, like, champion level if you can just drink a regular black cup of coffee. I mean... I love it. Yeah. Like, I love that, like, people get to that point. That's how my, that's how my grandma drinks her coffee, Are and you, she loves is it. Is that, goal, like, a goal? Can you guys tell that my coffee just kicked in? I'm talking really fast now. <laughs> it's a new, new thing. So, it makes all these different... There's all these different pods, and mm-hmm. I don't understand... I'm also mind blown on how it knows which one's which. It it's like there's a computer. Them. It scans it. Okay. It's a laser scanner. I also read everything. So like I got this Nespresso and read every side of the box because I wanted to know what it does because I was confused as to why it's different than like a Keurig and the Nespresso spins the coffee out and the Keurig pumps it, which mm. is different. It's why it's like more, I don't know. I don't know. It makes it different. It tastes way better. It smells way better. It's just better quality. I feel like you can get good quality K-cups, but, like, 
I did the math too that the cups I was buying from Costco were like twenty five cents a piece <clears throat> when you buy the bulk, mm-hmm. and like Nespresso is not like you can't buy them for twenty five cents, <laughs> which we is had, fine. I well, it's fine now because we're in this world now of Nespresso. But like, yeah, but like back in the day, we would not have been able to even afford to drink the Nespresso no. because. A dollar a cup is still, like... <gasps> we still had the old, like, Mr. Coffee. Yeah, like, our coffee cost 13 cents a pot. And we couldn't point. waste it, so, like, if we messed up and, like, the grounds got in it, Kirsten had, like, a little strainer. She'd be like, it's oh, fine, I'll just dedicated. drink it. We didn't even have a strainer, actually. We had... Kirsten would take another filter. A coffee filter. And, like, pour it it and just wait for it to, like, seep through. Yeah, it was, like, making And it then heat it back up again. Refined. I can't tell you how many times Kirsten's caught me just, like, wide-eyed looking at her as she's drinking scalding hot See, coffee. And she'll drink it through I a think, straw, too. Isn't yeah, that, like, yeah. a given, like, no-no? Don't drink anything hot through a straw. I don't know. It wasn't hot anymore. How damaged is your throat and your tongue? Do you I... taste anything? <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, Ash is on this new... She's has this whole new Horizons open for her. It has. I am going to post that, though. I want to know what you guys drink, because I need to know this lingo. I feel like I just got the membership to the club of coffee drinking. Yeah, welcome. <laughs> well, let's talk. Let's go back, babe. So, we've had we've had G. Mm-hmm. We have P and G. Mm-hmm. And our life is, like, complete at this point. Yeah, like, we're good on... Like, the kid wagon right now. Like, yes. we're like, we have our two, we have a boy, we have a girl. You know, like, and what... We were, like, perfect. Well, and I was definitely... I mean, our son's birth and experience in that was definitely traumatizing. So I was like, fantastic. We have a boy and a girl. Like, we're done. We're never going to be here again. And so at this point, I felt like we were truly, like, soaking it up. Mm-hmm. Like... I think it helped. I kind of think <clears> that, like... I don't know. Like, it was kind of sweet now that you say that. Like, thinking about that, we were like, we're done. So, like, I do think we cherish... Not that you don't cherish memories, but, like, made more of a effort to, like, this could be a last. There's something you know to mean? be said about, like, infertility mm-hmm. because you can't have a whoopsie-daisies. And, like, we physically cannot make a child together. So, like, Shut we up. don't have... I'm just saying. Like, God, you're such a little yet you know even people that have experience like even heterosexual couples that have had experience infertility experience there is a lot of them who their story is like we went through years and years of infertility treatment never got pregnant never got pregnant finally got pregnant with infertility after years and then we had our own kid yeah you know like isn't i mean it's it's crazy didn't that country singer do the same thing like they adopted a baby and then they got pregnant, like, right as they adopted two. And they've had, like, two other kiddos or one other kiddo. Like, yeah. that is actually a really common thing that happens mm-hmm. in infertility treatment. And when you have a heterosexual couple that they can physically make a child together right. through the act, like, you, yes and no. Like, they don't really experience, like, it's just it's just something that can still happen. For us, we, that's a dead end right there. Right. I mean, <laughs> so, there's no. <clears throat> excuse me. If we, like unless we decide to go and make another child, like it's not going to happen. So well, and it's a very, like the process of it is very, you're <coughs> it's active, right? Like Excuse you can't me. just be like, I'm going to run down to the dollar general. Like it's a, it's a process. 
run down to the Dollar General. They're behind, they keep them behind the counter. <laughs> right. Hi, y'all. You got <laughs> you got any babies back there? <laughs> right. Running a sale? No, next week? All right, I'll wait till next week. I'll be back. It is, though, and it's one of those things that, like, <clears throat> I feel like because his birth was a little bit more traumatizing, a lot but more traumatizing. Yeah. Like that was like the stamped, like finished, we're done. Like ka-chink, like the stamp noise. Chink. Like it was, Check. yeah, like done. Like yeah. I could not like, yeah. I, well, and, like, I, I, my, my mind stopped after that. Now it was like, we're going to watch them flourish. Like we are going yeah. to like dive in headfirst as moms and just like. Well, and like when you do go through infertility and all of that, like I do feel like, when you have, like, when we were in the time between, like, Sawyer and Gavin, like, we definitely, it was on the back of my mind a lot. Like, when are we going to start trying? Are we going to, when are we going to start talking to the cryobank? When are we have to start talking to the doctors? And, like, those kinds of things were, like, in the back of your mind. So you're not, like, 110%, like, focused on the now. Right. You know what I mean? So, like, when Well, and we... you thought the whole time we were going to have twins. Yeah, I thought my whole life I was going to have twins. You can ask my mom. I had twin babies every time. I had to have two. <laughs> Talk about that being scary. <laughs> yes. Kirsten's like, we're going to have twins. And I'm like, that'd be great the first time. And then she's like, let's, I, really I want to have another it. one. And I'm like, let's, let's be careful. Pump the brakes. <laughs> right. <laughs> that could be three. Well, and that two. was truly like, I I come from a big family. And I come from like, I'm the oldest of eight technically and er eight of us all together, but, um, like my parents had four kids together, but there was a lot of things that we didn't get to do. Like traveling was hard, but like, which I, as a parent now, I get that. I understand that. Like we traveled with P and G a couple different times and like they, they were pretty good travelers, but it def for me and like my stress levels and like, what if this happens? What if we lose our bags and now we have nothing for the kids to wear? Like, what if we have this, 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 this. And, and we definitely went through those experiences together where like I had already pre-planned it. Like our carry-ons had extra outfits and like yeah. something in there to where it's like, technically we didn't need the bags we checked <laughs> no. because of how I packed us. But like, whereas I like grew up in the mindset of like, you're going somewhere that will have a store. If you forgot your toothbrush, you can buy a new one. Yeah. And what did you pack in your carry-on? Did you pack extra outfits in your carry-on? Hell no. I had like snacks and a magazine. Yeah. <laughs> Teen pop. Yeah. I mean, I didn't need anything. <laughs> We're very different people, you guys. Like, I'm very much like a, I don't know, like, we'll figure it out as we go. And like, when you have kids, a little bit of that changes. Like, I'm much more prepared. Like, I'm more of a planner now, but like, I'm also still in that mindset of like, I have to remind Ashley, like, when we go on vacation, like you know there'll be a tar... Like, we could probably get, like, oh, complete... Like, everything we need. Like, we could leave today with the shirts on our backs and come home perfectly fine. Right. And, like, so I think we found a middle ground with that. Totally. And it was, like, one of those things, too, that, like, when one of the kids would, like, have an accident or something would happen, Kirsten would be like, what are we going to do? And I'd be like, well, I have extra outfits in their bags. And she's like, oh, that's what those are for. Okay. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Yeah. But it was, so I think that like where we're at now, like that we've had G, like we're just in like bliss land. We're like, let's just focus on like raising them and experiencing all the things and doing all the things with them. And like, I remember sitting on like yeah. the back porch, just watching them like 
just play. Like we had that little sandbox out there and they would play in the sandbox. Like I remember just like, I loved meals because they'd both be in like their high chairs or whatever. Like, I know. And we would just, they would just talk. I don't know what the heck they were saying, but they would just, they'd smile and we'd giggle and like, I don't know. I, I remember playing, I, I wanted G to have like basketball, like in his life growing up, like so bad. So I got him like a little basketball hoop before he could even like stand and he'd carry his little ball around and He's so cute. Sawyer was, like, all girl. Like, she was all about, like, princess stuff. and. I mean, but she wasn't, though. Like, she never went through, like... She dressed... Did dress She doesn't up. play with dolls. She doesn't, like, no. do that. She didn't, like, want to play with her babies or, like... She never, like... She's not, like, our youngest. Our youngest is very, like, nurturing. Like, she'll carry... Like, she made jars of peanut butter babies because... Because we do that, but are you, we say our youngest. So yes, we'll tell you later on. We did have a third. We thought we were done. I thought we were done. Uh-huh. Um, the world had but, something different planned for us. Correct. But anyway, which is just amazing and fantastic. Right. Let's not like, we thought we were complete. Oh, we so had no idea. Oh yeah. But so, but I want to talk about like something that we kind of skipped over. I want to talk about. The, we did mention it. I think that when we told people we were pregnant with P, we got very different reactions. And one reaction we got was very, you should... Religious. Yeah, you should know that, like, this is a huge responsibility in the fact of not, like, what... Not to say normal, because that doesn't... That's not right. But, like, what normal reaction of this is going to change your life of like, you're going to have to buy diapers. You're going to have to take care of them. You know that they have to be watched all the time. No, this was like a, you're responsible for their eternal salvation now. Yeah. And so that was a conversation that was had. And I know when, you know, all that was going on, Ashley and I were still, you know, involved in, we were trying to go to church. Yeah. It was very awkward. There'd be times where, like, we'd go a couple weeks and it was, like, okay. And then there'd be, like, a week that, like, somebody would say something or, like... And not even... I don't even feel like it was always, like, people would say something. It's just, like, was a different vibe. vibe. Yeah. Like, you would just... We would walk in the front door and, like, we'd be greeted so warmly, but then, like, almost over warmly. You know what I mean? And I think yeah. that, like... We were sensitive too, obviously. It was also frustrating when like you'd have, like we would literally like walk in and people would be like, oh, is this your first time here? And I'd be like, you literally shook my hand last week. Or we, or we've you been going known to this me... church longer than you have. Right. Right. Like, we grew up in this church and you just started. Are you new here? here? <laughs> right. But like, I think that we really wanted to give it our best shot with the kids as far as like. Uh, that's a heavy weight to bear. Yeah, well, and, like, also kind of a scary concept, right? Like, holy crap, like, I didn't even think... I Not that I didn't think about that, but, like... That was not on the forefront of no. our minds at all. It was not like, oh, my God, we're pregnant. <gasps> oh, my gosh. Right. Now I'm responsible for this soul. What are you doing? What book are you reading? What to expect when expecting? Heck no. I'm reading the Bible. I gotta teach this kid salvation. Right. I don't need to know how to keep it alive. Right. Like, it was... It's a whole nother realm, literally. But I think that that was something that was like, because there, there are things that both Kirsten and I walked away from church that we were like, you know, like that helped us. And like, yeah, that was like a core value that we walked well, away like, with. There are things like that. Everything has good and bad. And like you, 
kind of start to like dissect and evaluate certain like things that you went through or things that you were involved with. And like, I also am starting to learn, like, but as I'm meeting other people in life, like that church isn't like, that's not how all people are. I know that sounds super naive to say, but like we grew up that way, but like for some people they didn't. And that's like an interesting concept to go and like talk to these people because it was so engraved in us. Right. And like when we talk- knew that Wednesdays, everybody was going to youth group on Wednesdays. And like the shocker was when somebody was like, oh, my youth group meets on Thursday. You're like, what? Yeah. Nobody's church meets on Thursday. Everybody meets on Wednesday. What kind of, what kind of religion are you? Right. Or- like, yeah. Are you, are you this? Are you that? Right. <laughs> like, you know, but- so for us to, to be meeting more people and like actually like having these adult conversations with people who are like, I never grew up in a church. Right. I'm spiritual or like I, or I'm converted. I grew up this way and now I'm this, like right. this is also something that is, you mm-hmm. know? And so, but I think like for like the purpose of like the kids, like we wanted, I felt pressure to please the family. A hundred percent. And I think I wanted people to know, cause it was like kind of, it felt like if we didn't do something, we weren't doing the right thing. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? And like, not, it wasn't just one person. It was like a multitude Multiple. of things and people. And I think that like we being that like now our relationship is already like considered condemned. Now we have babies. Mm-hmm. And so we had an amazing youth was she a youth pastor? Like I would say so. Small children, you know, like a leader. She literally was one of the like people that still sticks out in my mind of like, there are good people that are in the church and there are people right. that truly care. And like, that truly know what unconditional love is yeah. and being kind to everyone yeah. and treating people how they want to be treated. Like she was amazing. And like, we were in a place too where like, we also wanted to like leave our kids cause we had, a nanny for the kids for child care or mm-hmm. like now she's like a uh she's like a second mom for me like for both of us and like yeah grandma and grandma to the, for kids. the kids absolutely but they didn't go to like a daycare so right when we would go to church we would leave them like with the nursery so they could interact with other kids and like be okay with like being away from us which we found very quickly that they were not okay with being away from us and <laughs> they did the not want to be left with somebody else and like I always had that, like, lingering, like, I'm concerned, like, what if they try to teach our kids that, like, what we are is bad and, like, well, the way that talk we, bad about us to our kids. We and, like, were treated was very bad and, like... So we were a little bit okay with it more in the beginning when, like, the kids, like, weren't so, like... Vulnerable to, like, well, also able to understand. Understand what somebody's saying, right. Right. But, like, this person was just a ray of sunshine, mm-hmm. like, truly, like... If you met her on the, like, the street or at Target, like, she, you'd be like, there's something different about her. She is so sweet. Right. But we, so we did have a conversation with her. Yeah. And we were like, you know, we, there's something called, like, a dedication in, like, the Mm -hmm. Christian church. And that is pretty much, like, part of it is that you stand in front of the congregation or, like, the church of people and, like. Make a promise promise to raise them and, like. Christ. Yeah. And 
we did not feel comfortable standing up in front of this whole congregation of people that ultimately, like, a lot of them were against us. Right. <laughs> it made it known. That, yeah, they didn't have a problem telling us. Um, well, and, like, we wanted to make sure we did right by the kiddos. And we didn't know where we stood by it. And it definitely felt more peer pressure or family pressure than, like... And oh, I don't know. We ended up making the decision that we wanted to do it. Yeah. But and... we didn't just want anybody to do it. And we wanted somebody who wasn't just like, this is my job, so I'm going to do it. Right. Like, we wanted somebody who, like, was truly, like, there because of, like, love for us. Not because... And not to say that, like, she, she was saying that she supported a lesbian relationship. Like, right. I don't... Because I don't not... honestly know where she, like, stood with that. But, but never that's... once did I get any type of feeling or vibe or judgment or anything from her. No. Never once. Not in one single conversation. No. Um, but I remember when we asked her to do it, she, like... I think we just asked her in the hallway at the church yeah. one day and she was like, are you? Yeah. Oh, I would love to. I'd be so honored. Like she was so sweet. Yeah. And so we did just like a very private, like dedication with the kids. And like, we just invited like family and like a couple friends. Right. And I think that some of it got a little, <laughs> I don't know, just reiterated on don't fuck this up type thing. Yeah. Um, but it was, I think it was sweet. Like I do like kind of look back at that day of like, yeah, you know, I mean, and if anything, like I take away a lot of it as like, we are going to raise, like we're promising to raise our kids to like be good people and to like, well, what are the, the change? What are some of the core values that like you walked away with from church? I would say, I don't know. It's, that's a hard, that's a loaded question. I need two cups of coffee before you bring that shit on. Um, I don't know. There are things that I took, like, I believed that there was something greater. I did have Believed faith. or believe? No, I, like, like, believe. Yeah. Still, to this day, of course, that, like, I do believe there's, like, a higher power and, like, there's a greater purpose. Right. Right. Um, I think that things are like the universe is very connected but like i feel like that got me through some of the hard times that i went through um i think my biggest things were like treat others how you want to be treated like unconditional love don't judge like right I mean, but I didn't learn don't judge from the church. If anything, I learned that the church is the most judgmental thing I've ever That's met. what I grew up with because I was so embedded in the church. Like, you hadn't been, like, I think you were still, like, very much like, I'll do what I want to do. Like, I didn't. And you were going through a lot of other stuff. Like, church was, like, my, like, free space. I didn't hook, get hook, lined, and sinkered by the church. Right. I did one time. It was at, like, this retreat. And then there they was, like. always get you. Yeah, there was, like, I had this, like, awakening, and not a spiritual awakening, more of, like, a I'm freaked out, kind of, like, before they had, like, that Jesus camp show on, you know what I'm talking about? There was, like, that camp. Mm -mm. It's, like, I don't know, some show that talks about kids that get sent to these, like, retreats, and they come back, and they're, like, you know, completely... I don't know. Brainwashed now. Yeah. So, but like that wasn't a thing back then. So like, no. I do remember like sitting there thinking like, 
uh, this feels a little culty. Like, I've never been a part of a cult, I don't think. But I feel like maybe I am. Do you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, it just gave me, like, I felt like it gave me the creeps a little bit. Like, just some of the, like, okay, and, like, uh, this might not make sense to some people, but, like, for me, like, when you say the word religion, I think of, like, rituals and, like, very old, like, ancient rituals and, uh, I, I don't know, like, traditions of mm-hmm. things. Like, you bring this, you know, like, brass thing to the table and you light a candle and you burn incense and you do all these things. And, like, Christianity is not like that, really. Like, we don't have a lot of, like, weird not weird, but tr- traditional things. Like, we do communion, which is, like, probably the biggest one. Right. That's probably, like, our biggest, Our like... biggest, like, I don't... Ritual, yeah. kind of. You know what I mean? And so, like, I think that when... Not weird. I think weird was the wrong word. I think that I you're mean, just yeah, trying to, like, just... for, like, a, like, the word ritual. But, like, yeah, there are, like, so many religions that they have so much, like, criteria and rituals and things that they do in it. And that's why I... Personally, like, after, like, really, like, taking a step back now and, like, looking at it, I'm like, Christianity is so lazy. (laughs) Well, and it's, like, easy. Like, do you know? But that's good, though. I don't know. I have so many mixed, like, feelings about it. But, like, I think what I'm trying to say is that, like, we don't have, like, in Christianity, we didn't have a lot of, like, rituals. But, like, communion was one and, like dedication or baptism was a big one. Yeah. And so we... Those are really the only things that were big. You could choose to get your child baptized, right? I don't think you were able to baptize them because they had to go through confirmation. So you could dedicate them and then you could do baptism. Yeah. So I kind of... Yeah, because we didn't even think to baptize them because I don't think that was even a thing. So like... I felt like we were kind of following, like, the, this is what we should do. And, like, I felt like it was, I don't regret that we got them dedicated. I don't either. I don't either. I think that it was just, like, a true, like, I I looked at it more for us as, like, a, we were trying to please family, but we took that out of it and we're like, what do we want to do? Like, well, we don't still know where, like, we necessarily stand with this and this is still, like, an on-again, off-again struggle with church. Yeah. But, like, we're parents now, so, like we need to do it right. And I don't want to find out later that we should have done it. Cause what's it hurt if we do it versus if we didn't do it. Right. I mean, we thing. didn't do anything like we didn't shoot. You know what I mean? I don't know. I don't feel like we did anything. I mean, it's a that. dedication. It's not like you like branded them with like, right. What religion they were going to be or something, you know? Right. But so we did this dedication and I do think that it was like, it was a sweet day and we put together like a really sweet slideshow of like the kids with like different people and like, um, and us. And it was, it was just something that was like really nice, but it, it, I think it did kind of still like strike a chord with us though, because we were just like, you know, we could do this with this person, but we couldn't have done this with the pastor of the church because this pastor of the church also sat down and tried to pray the gay out of us a bunch of times and like, you know, so it's just like, it was a catch 22, I think. It was, but I think that, like, it was important to talk about because I think that, like, it does show how much things change, too, over time. And, like, I don't know. I think it's just something that... I definitely don't think that if, like, I don't think that we would have walked away with the same, like, experience or peace about it. 
about doing it if she wouldn't have been the one to do it. Oh, yeah. Like, that definitely is for sure. Like, I feel like if we wanted to, we could, like, call her up and be like, can we go to coffee and catch oh, up? And absolutely. she would, like, we would have the bestest time. Right. It's like, like, and that's, I think, important takeaway from this is that, like, even though you may have, like, a negative experience with, like, a organization or something like that, right. like, there are still good people that, like, are changing. You know what I mean? Like, there's there a are ton of people that are trying, that are making, exactly, that are, like, trying to create, um, you know, acceptance or safe places and, like, truly mean it from the bottom of their heart. Right. There's a difference between doing the task or doing the job you're asked to do versus actually, like, believing in the change that you're trying to make and the safe space and, like, mm -hmm. what you're creating in that. Yeah. You can totally see a night and day difference between yeah. who's completing the job. Yeah. And I think that there are a lot of people in the church right now um, that are trying to make, like, there be more acceptance and yeah and things like that yeah just like remembering that there's not like not all of them are bad because they believe in like the same thing you know what i mean like right because that's definitely i think it would have been less hard on us too like if i didn't look so butch yeah maybe <laughs> <laughs> way to just agree so freaking fast bubble <laughs> You know, babe, if you wouldn't have cut your hair that night when we all wanted to cut your hair, it would have made our life a lot easier. Because, you know, we would have just walked in as two girls with kids and be like, oh my gosh, like, hi, ladies. How are you, friends? Like, because they wouldn't make assumptions that we would have been together if you would have been like, if we would have both been lipstick. Oh my gosh. I tell you what, though, having a, looking how I look and walking into a church, it's a, it's a head turner. That's for sure. Yeah. <sighs> God bless it. That's terrible. It 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 is, tr it's true, though. Right. It is so true, and then it's almost like a like I had a sign on my back like, I dare you to try to <laughs> convince me otherwise or something because some of the conversations that I have and I think that's what was so frustrating too for me is that like people would approach me to witness to me that knew me before. I looked this way and like, didn't know me now. Oh, right. Like, is this your first time? Like, welcome. Actually, no. Like I've been to your house. Thank you. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. Actually, I'm pretty sure you used to change my diapers in the nursery, but thanks. <laughs> I don't know. That's definitely a thing though. And different. Um, so yeah, we talked about that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think it was important to bring up because it, you know, we were navigating a lot mm -hmm. at that point in our life. And like, I think, well, it's all your mind changes. It doesn't matter what, what you do or what you believe in or who you voted for. Once you have kids, you're like, I don't want to fuck this up. Right. <laughs> like I want to do right by them. Like I want to give them everything that like, you I had like, and more. <laughs> I think that's the scary thing about parenting is you say, like, you don't want to mess it up, but, like, you also don't know, like... What's well, right. Yeah. You're exactly. like, am I messing them up by doing what I was taught? Or You know what I mean? So, right. like, that is one of the harder things. But I think we're learning as parents, like, the biggest <clears throat> thing we can do is just, like... And this sounds like... I don't know why, like, we even have to say this out loud, but, like, offer them just an unconditional place to grow and thrive and be who they are. Right. I think that's the biggest thing. Yeah. Like, I remember times where, like, Gavin wanted to get his nails painted and, like, put a tutu on. And, like, 
we weren't like, no, Gavin, you're a boy. You can't do that. Right. Like, it was about being included in the moment. And, right. like, that's what he wanted, so that's what we did. Like... You know, and I think we have, like, little pictures of him, like, all dressed up with, like, a little crown on and makeup on and his, like, nails painted. And he was so happy just to be included in the moment and play with Sissy. Like, that's all that he, like, cared about. And then we've got times where, like, he's straight up in, like, all basketball gear and, like, sweat running down the little sides of his face because he was, like, playing basketball so hard in the living room or outside. Like, you know, just like all boy. And I think that that's the biggest thing is that like, we just didn't put these parameters of like what path our kids needed to walk and live, Mm-mm. you know, besides being like respectful and kind to others. Right. Be good like, people. We will stop an entire day to have that conversation with them. Like, are you using nice words? Like, are you being kind? Like, are you being nice? Like, and I think that was kind of what fueled us more yeah. with our kids. And we, I mean... I look back at the pictures and like the things that we did with our kids. And like, I remember sitting in the living room at the townhouse, like playing and having toys out everywhere. And we had that little like ball, like tent that they would play with. And those balls would always be everywhere. And like, I remember just like the giggles, like their little belly giggles. And G had such like a deep little, like raspy, like man, (laughs) boy voice. Like it was the cutest thing ever. Like he, he'd always squeak. I know. (laughs) Like, but I just, it was just bliss. It like, was. I loved it so much. Like, and they were both such cuddlers, too. I know. Like, we could sit down and turn on, like, a movie. And they still are, which is amazing. It is amazing. We can literally do, like, family movie night and, like, they just all cuddle up. Right. It's, I don't know. Like, I just, I loved it. Like, I... And it goes We so were fast. fully submerged in parenting and oh, loving yeah. every second of it. And, like, we definitely let go really quick of the life we had before. Very, very quickly. Yeah. Like, hanging out, staying, like, out, not planning anything. Like, we definitely, like, dove headfirst into parenting. Like, this is it. This is what we want to do. Yeah. We were right where we wanted to be. I wish somebody would have told me that being a parent was going to be my best accomplishment. And, like, my favorite job. Because it... And I don't like to put the word job on it necessarily, but, like, it is. It's the best thing I do in my life. Right. Like, and I learned so much from our kids that, like... I don't know. Like it's, it's never boring. No, never a dull moment. I mean, there definitely are times that like the chaos is like, holy crap. Right. But I think that like, it also like adds to the love. You know what I mean? Like you love the chaos just as much as you love like the cuddles and the downtime and the quiet times of like sweetness, you know? What was your like favorite day that we had with the kids back then? I don't know. I think it was... The day that we took your, like, big Jeep out and we went to the park with the dog mm-hmm. and we just, like, sat on the blanket and, like, ate oh, snacks. Fun. We didn't have G yet. You were pregnant. I think so. You were pregnant because we went on that little hike. Mm. We went on a hike with her and then we went to a um, a park and had a picnic. It was super fun. Yeah. Maybe I don't remember that day very well. <laughs> Which one are you thinking of? I don't know. I thought that there was one where we have a picture of us at the park with both the kids and we're just sitting on a blanket. Oh my gosh, you're right. We do have that one too. Yes. And I was thinking the one where Sawyer was like young, young. She wasn't even one yet. She was like, we no. just found out you were pregnant. Yeah. Or maybe you weren't pregnant yet. Cause we were on that. No, I think you were. Cause we were on the hike. 
And I remember like, oh no, holding not that day. her in the like baby yeah. bjorn and walking the dog because I was like, well, what if the dog pulls you or what if you fall forward? Like you're pregnant, you can't. Yeah. No. <laughs> we would do like fun little adventures. Like we would just do random stuff. Like today we're going to get up and like, I don't know, feels like it was like easier back then maybe because things weren't so expensive. Like we could actually go out for a day at the zoo and it would only cost us like maybe like 20 bucks yeah 40 bucks like whatever to like get in and do it well and it was you're all 50 and i'm all 20 (laughs) but i remember also like i loved for g's birthday that year when we went and bought like 10 bags of marshmallows we had the marshmallow fight in the living room like we laughed so hard like i don't think that we realized it was going to be so fun but the kids were like we're making a mess and we're throwing things and like, it'd be like, throw, throw, eat, eat, eat. Yes. Like, throw, throw. And we found, we found marshmallows for weeks after I know. that. It was so cute. But like, I mean, we like f- pulled the couch away from the wall to like hide behind the couch. We flipped over the coffee table. Well, like, I remember like just grilling in the summer and like they would be outside playing with chalk and bubbles Right. We'd like randomly be like, I'm going to go buy a kiddie pool. And we like went and bought a kiddie pool and Gavin had like a little like Speedo. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> and I always would put Sawyer's swimsuit, swimsuit on, on backwards. <laughs> She'd have the little like back cut in the front. Yeah, Wouldn't cover anything. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I think this is on wrong. I don't know why I had such a problem, but we did. We grilled all the time mm-hmm. and we did go on like a lot of walks and stuff, but we also like, I remember us just like hunkering down on the couch with like blankets and snuggling and watching movies and like I remember sitting on the floor a lot like I don't feel like we sat on the floor like as much once we got like out of the like townhouse like we used to sit on the floor a lot and like sit and play with them and G would do puzzles like nobody's business like that kid I was always surprised how many puzzles that kid could do at such a young age yeah like like and I would like try to mess him up too (laughs) I know, poor kid. But, but he's so still to this day, he's good at the puzzles. I know, you guys, that's something you guys really enjoy sharing together. Mm-hmm. But I don't know, like, it was just, it was fun, like, just really adjusting to, like, having two. And yeah, it was an adjustment. I mean, just juggling stuff. Yeah. But amazing because they, like, also were so bonded. They, they loved were. each other. I still have that, I have that one video where Sawyer's laying in her toddler bed. And she's hiding underneath the blankets. And then G would come and take the blankets off of her. And she'd be like, oh! I know. And he would just laugh and laugh. And then she would laugh. And they were literally like... She was maybe two. Yeah. Like... They were so cute. Well, she was probably two, maybe almost three. Because he was old enough to stand up. Like, pull himself up to stand up. But I don't know. It was just fun. And they loved each other. And they played so well together. And like... They still do. I mean, you know... There's just a little bit more, like, preteen sass in there. Yeah, it's happening. They said this. They didn't do that. They didn't respect my personal space. <sighs> God bless it. It's it's so cool being in this stage, too, though. Yeah. Like, watching and seeing, like, what means something to them and, like, what's important to them and mm-hmm. them sharing their interests and their opinions I know. on something. Like, opinions are a big thing now. I know. But I think that, I think that we did everything that we could back then to keep family and like the support happy, right? Because we also didn't want to like have our kids be raised in a hostile environment because of us. Right. So we didn't want to just like. Yeah. 
shut it down and be like, no, we're not doing church. No, we're not doing this. We're not doing that. Like, right. We already were like shunned enough to a degree. Yeah. I just didn't want the kids to have to experience that. And that was something that we kind of like face sometimes on a week to week basis. Right. But I think that we like our little family unit at the time though was like, we were so tight, the four of us. Yeah. And just happy, like generally just like happy like we loved being home we loved like doing our routine and going to work and the kids going to like right the yeah. nanny's house and we were like, thriving even though like we struggled right. like there was like more financial struggle and stuff back then like we were definitely just like trying really hard financial struggle but also it was such a simple time in a way you know it was it was just like it was just us though like yeah. i think that was it like we kind of like lived in our own little world at that point yeah and we had like our like really close friends and family that like we're along for the ride and it was just like this fun time. Well, it was like we had like all just created this like community together. Like they weren't yeah. along for our ride. Right, like no. we were all along like Yeah. We were like doing life together, which was so fun. Yeah. You know, we had all these traditions that we made and like dressing the kids up with like Halloween or like Easter or whatever, like doing like egg hunts together and things like that. Like that we just did a lot. We cr- the village that we ended up creating after like, was a big deal. And I feel like we got to a point at this point, too, once we had two kids, that people were like, oh, maybe this isn't a phase. Right. Yeah. Well, they had kids together now. Right. So maybe it's not going to just phase out. Or do you feel like that also changed because we got actually, like, a like a marriage certificate, too? I don't know. Do we have a marriage certificate yeah. at this point? Or were we just civil unioned? I think we were just civil unioned. Right. I think... I don't know if that changed anything, really. I don't know. I think once we got a marriage license, it changed a little bit. I mean, no one was there. Nobody was there, right. But it was the whole idea of, like, they have a marriage license. Like, they got married, and being married is, like, such a, like, sanctity in the church. Right. There was some controversy about it. And then there was also, like, well, you made this commitment, so now you guys have to stick with it. I'm like, okay, it's been frickin' ten years. Right. (laughs) Like, we're already sticking with it. Exactly. So... Goodness gracious. Well, guys, thanks for, like, waking up with us this morning. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's time for... You could definitely tell that our coffee is, like, started, like, wearing off a little bit. We're ready for round two. <laughs> <laughs> guys, have an amazing week. We're super excited that you guys are here with us. Um, go check out our Instagram page at the Ashton Kears and let us know. I'm going to post. I do want to know what your guys' coffee drinks are, your go-to coffee drinks. Yes. And the more complicated, the better. Uh... <laughs> Be prepared for me to be like, what the hell is this? Yes. <laughs> Have an amazing rest of your day, guys. Later. Bye. Hey, guys. Welcome back to Lesbian Honest. I'm Ash. I'm here with my amazing wife, Kirst. What's up, guys? Oh, we took another little break. <laughs> <laughs> we needed some lost time. Uh, <laughs> it's been busy. Like, you I say think that that's again. an understatement. I know. It's been crazy. Yeah, but... But I feel like we're killing it. Like, honestly, like, I do. I Like, I think that we need to just, like, let that out there. Yeah, I mean... And it's not because we're, like, tuning our own horns, but, like, in a way, like, sometimes you got to. Sometimes you gotta be, like... Our plates are loaded. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's still living and thriving, essentially. This has been a crazy, like, week and a half, though. It really has. I know. You got really, really sick. I did get really sick. I was, like, out for the count for a straight two days. And then Kirsten does this thing with me when I get really sick like this where she, like, 
she always ends up having to wake me up because I'm literally dead to the world. And she wakes me up and she's like, you need to get up. You need to hydrate. And she's like always like on the phone. Like her phone is like in her hand. She's like, and I'm making you an appointment. You're going in. <laughs> when do you want to go? Do you want to sleep for another two hours or do you want to go in an hour or do you want to go this afternoon? Like when are you, you're going in. When is, when do you need to leave? And it's like exactly what I need in that moment though, because I'm like, okay, okay. Yeah, you're right. I just Kirst knows yeah. when I'm like. Kirst definitely helps me call it. Yeah. Well, I don't think you'd wake up and like do anything. I was just letting what be, what be. Yeah. I was just withering away, not even drinking water. I don't like, I just don't. I literally don't. Uh-huh. I know. That's why I wake you up. I know. That's, I never thought about that. When you're sick, you'll be like, I need water. I know. And I'm just like, roll over, get another blanket. <laughs> make it darker. <laughs> I really don't. Nope. So I got really sick and then Kirsten had a bunch of big exams this week. Yeah. Back from spring break, which is not even the same as the kids is, which is we're all over the place up here right now. Yeah. Well, and like you had two exams. Yeah. We hit from spring break. We had a new class start and then two exams in one week, which is usually like not something that happens, but it did again. So Kirst does like all the work, right? She's the one in class. Like she's the one doing all this. However, like it is also a part of my, like, I don't want to say job. Cause I it's your wifely duty. Oh, it is a duty. <sighs> you don't get paid. A part Neither of my do wifely I. duty is to help her study. Uh huh. And so, and there's like some nights where like, I'm really good. I would say like 80%. Yes. And then there's some nights where like, I just can't focus for the life of oh me. Oh my like, do God. I do see this? like, it's like when I truly am like, you do have ADHD. It's real life. Do you have ADHD or ADD? Back when I was originally diagnosed, uh -huh. ADHD wasn't a thing yet. Right. So you were under the umbrella. Ella, Ella, A, A, A. See, there I'm it just is. Just waiting for my H. <laughs> Here we are. <laughs> but uh, yeah, there's times that I'm like, I really need you to help me. Cause like if, if Ash is good at like on the study wagon. Which it really is like, I would say probably 80 to 85%. Yeah. But I'm like, I need you to help me. And she'll like focus and like it's like she's learning it too and we're just like getting this together what did you say this week what at the end of this we'll have one certified nurse one registered nurse one registered one nurse and one wife with way more than first aid training yes <laughs> yeah i definitely feel that yeah it's funny though because she'll like bring other stuff up and i'm like you know that we already went over this i know i think it's hard like i don't know it's difficult because I'm at the stage in like nursing right now where it's not like you've like learned the meat of the material. Ew, that is a gross way to explain it. <laughs> Disgusting. Well, it's true. Learned the meat. Yeah, like the, the the meatiness like of all the content. You've learned the majority. So you don't think... of it. Okay. So now you're fine tuning that, and you're learning the details, and then the critical thinking, and like now we're given like options and like that's hard because you go from being told you know your doctor is doing this this and this and orders this this and this and you're supposed to just do that right to now the doctor has ordered this with a parameter of you could do this too so what do you do and you're like oh geez 
but some of those questions, like, they're hilarious. They're like, all right, so there's a tree uh-huh. and a fire hydrant mm-hmm. at a dog park. And you go to the dog park, and this time you brought Fru-Fru, but uh, Fru-Fru made friends with Roscoe and Rocky. What's what's going to happen when the owner has a headache? And you're like, what? Yeah. What? It's like, it's like you taste blue. <laughs> you have a bowl of oranges at the nurse's station. You hear a patient fighting down the hallway. You know you need to do something. But orange is actually green. Select all that apply. <laughs> Alrighty then. <sighs> yeah. Jeez. I mean, and, and the like... hardest part of your day was waking up and deciding whether or not to wear socks with your Birkenstocks. I don't have to think about that anymore. Actually, <laughs> I just do it. It's not a question anymore. It happens, and I'm like the only. There's only one other person in my cohort that does wear socks with Birkenstocks, and so does your grandpa. Yeah, I'm just gonna put that out there. He does, and I made fun of him and kind of gave him a hard time for a long time in my life, and now I feel like I should eat crow. Probs, mm-hmm. because you're just like him. I know. It makes me laugh. He's the kind of guy that like will legit bring like closed toe shoes because it's snowing outside and then take those shoes off and leave them at the door Uh and then unpack his Birkenstocks that he brought with him. But he brings them in a little plastic King Supers bag. It's the best thing ever. It is really. But if that is not like a sign that they are literally the most comfortable things out there, like Uh I don't know what it is. Right. I'm going to invest. I am making Ash invest in them this summer. I did not like watching you go through the whole, like, breaking them in. She's like, I researched it. And people say, like, you get blisters and you might bleed. However, once you get it through this stage, it. it's worth it. And I'm like, yeah, it sounds awful. Well, and coming from, like, a former dancer, um, I broke in a lot of shoes and, like, mostly point shoes. So, like, that is a concept that I have that's, like, it's an okay thing. We never really talked about, like, your dance stage and, like, how that affected us as, like, we went from, like, friends to dating. No, we didn't. Have you realized that? <laughs> Just skip that part. That's because our relationship is so dynamical. There's so many things. That was a huge thing, though. I know it was. Like, your I instructors think we talked a little bit in... about how you would drive us to, like, palms games and stuff. Palms versus dance was so different. It's true. So different. Yeah, I decided in high school that I was going to try out to do palms because my school actually had palm and like and cheer, but palms was different. It was like the the dance team, but not. I don't know how to explain it, but I decided to try out and I made varsity as a freshman. And no, as a fr- you were doing it before we started dating. Maybe I was a sophomore. I was not a junior because juniors automatically get varsity. Yeah, maybe you were a sophomore. I I don't know. I think I was, I don't know. But I tried out and got immediately got varsity. So I like saw it as a sign that I should just do palms. And that was like, like, I'm hot shit, bitches. (laughs) I made it. (laughs) Little did I know. Um, Yeah. I mean, I have nothing bad to say about cheer and palm. Like, I think it's great to like. Invest your time into extracurricular sports That was really the stuff. only thing you did. Yeah. But I was, like, in dance a long, long time before high school. Kirsten's dance, though, was not like, oh, like, we're going to go and, like, stand around our shoes and our pocketbooks. Like, Kirsten's dance was, like, intense. Like, the amount of profuse sweating that would happen. <laughs> and, like, they're like, oh, we need to take a minute to, like, 
dry off the floor from all the sweat beating off of their bodies, like, <laughs> because somebody's going to slip and hurt themselves. Like, it was intense. It was. And, like, the ins- I remember the, ins- like, watching... First, it would start with me, like, meeting you there, and I would, like, wait in the car. Mm-hmm. And then it would start with me, like, coming in and waiting in, like, the entryway. Yeah. Then it was, like, me watching through, like, the window. Then it was me, like... In the room. In the room, sitting, like... Yeah. Like, then it was, like, hey, now, go go hit play on the music. Yeah. Go hit play. <laughs> okay, go back. Okay, now go hit play. And I was, like, shit. Now, like, now you've been, like... Now I'm a part of it. Hired help, but without the hired <laughs> right? part. Then I started getting, like, the cleaning chores on top of it. Yeah. So then I started, like, helping you, like, clean up and, like, put everything away. But, like, I remember sitting there and, like, when your guys' instructors would, like get on your asses about something like i i felt in trouble yes i'd be like i'm gonna go i mean it was competitive dance like i danced for a company dance it wasn't like they were being assholes or they were mad at you but they were literally calling you on your shit like we did though there was one place i danced that had a they had like a russian teacher come in to teach us ballet and like you know the big candy canes that you would put, like, along your driveway during Christmas? Oh, yeah. She kept those out, like, after the Christmas performances. And she would pull your feet out from underneath you randomly if you weren't doing good enough. And you would fall on your face. Didn't you say she'd also, like, whap you with something? She would hit us with them if we were moving <laughs> fast enough across the floor. <laughs> she was kind of scary. She also played her own piano, which said a lot because, like, if you had a teacher that could play the piano and yell at you and hit you with a candy cane, you were paying for a good company, apparently. Jesus. I don't remember. I just, like, I remember going over there, too. But it was the atmosphere that was there as soon as, like, I got there. Like, I just knew, like, that was, like, such a tight-knit group of people. Yeah. Like, oh man, and I remember you had a, you had all your, when you had all your CDs stolen, we kind of mentioned this, when we had, you had all your CDs stolen, and then like, you had all these like mixes and stuff from dance that you had Mm -hmm. that were in there too, and I remember I called Jenny Sue, I got her phone number secretly out of your phone, and I called her and was like, hi, like, you probably don't remember me or know me, like, I used to sit in the corner of the class where you would (laughs) teach, and sometimes you'd yell at me to start the music, but, um, anywho... So Kirsten lost all of her things and she is like really upset about losing those. Do you think that like maybe you have an extra copy or could like make a copy of those for me? And she was like, yeah, sure. I'll like have them a class next week or whatever. And she totally did, which was super awesome. Yeah. But I remember you'd be like, how'd she know? And I was like, I may have called her. I may have called her. She also would be like, hey, grab my phone. And I'd like, you'd like answer your phone and it'd be like some like insanely like famous person. It was like Justin Timberlake one time. No. Yes, it was. She danced with him. I don't remember what the situation was. I don't remember who was it called. Hillary Duff or something like that. I don't remember. But there would be, like, people that would, like, call her or, like, associates of those people would, like, call her or, like, whatever. And, and, like, other, like, people that you danced with and stuff. I don't know. It was pretty cool. They were... But, like, I remember watching them. That was the thing, too, that, like, I had so much respect about was that, like, they would be like, no, ladies, like this. And then, like, they would go and do it and had the talent versus, like, I used to do this back in my prime and now I just, like, am more to love and couldn't get down on the floor. It's like right. a 90-point turn standing up and laying down on the floor. <laughs> it's like, yeah. yeah. But, like, they had so much talent. And I remember going to, like, your dance recitals and stuff that you would have and just, like, literally sitting there with, like, goosebumps the entire time. Like, didn't matter if you were dancing or if, like, other people were dancing. Like, 
the amount of talent that was in that room and the amount of like talent that they poured into all of the dancers in that company was insane. And there's a huge difference between like a dance studio versus like a dance, like a competitive dance studio and company. And there's like different, like different layers of that though, because like you get, like I went to a dance company that was extremely competitive and it was kind of like dance mom status kind of. And like that, that's not good. Like I'm telling you right now, like the whole dance moms thing, our daughter started watching this show dance moms. And I came, I like came into her room. Like who is talking to each other this way? We do not talk to each other this way. And I remember her being like, it's just the show. It's called dance moms. And I was like, instantly in my brain, I was like toddlers and tiara, like tiaras like that's what it made me think of but i still like it still has kind of that scheme of it like they're like it's like oh my eight-year-old wants to be like the lead and i'm like oh "Oh my god like this is a very inappropriate dance for this person and like yeah but the way they talk to each other i remember just being like the dance the way the dance teacher like and the moms would fight with the teacher and yell and call each other bad words and i was like my daughter's not a slut she's not a slut you just kiss her that way and you make her do this Oh my gosh. Yeah. I remember. She'll only twerk if she gets first place. You hear me? Yeah. I mean, honestly. But there was like, but you did like tap and jazz and ballet and lyrical. And I think my favorite ones to watch was like, I don't know. I liked all of them, but I think lyrical was my hands down favorite because it tells a story. Yeah. That's what I loved about it was that it like literally tells a story. So anytime that we like go places like and watch like dance recitals or I don't know, it's just, it's really cool. It's yeah. fun. But I remember, like, I would go meet you at the dance studio, and then we would, like, go and grab, like, pink sauce. Yeah. And then, which pink sauce was, like, bread branches from Blackjack uh-huh. with ranch and marinara mixed together to make pink sauce. <laughs> so we would, like, carve like, up and pink. then go home, go to your house, mm-hmm. and then you would, like, move the kitchen table out. You'd be like, here, grab this. We'd, like, be moving the kitchen table, and then I'd sit there for, like, another three hours just watching you dance in the kitchen. Like, right. And this is how we hang out. Right. At least I was fed. Like, At least I was fed. <laughs> but it was. Like, that's what we would do a I danced lot. a lot. Like, lots of hours a week. Well, and that was, like, a big part of, like, me. Like, the amount of vulnerability that you shared through your dance. Like, I could see, like, your story and your hurt and your pain and your, like this is what I'm good at. This is where I'm like, I could see all of it. Like I could see all the different like colors of who you were. And like, that was a huge part of like when I first started like falling for you and realizing that this wasn't just like a friend, like it might be turning into something like more because it it spoke volumes and just like, it was an on and off switch. Right. Well, you were such a closed off person. Right. Didn't talk about shit, like, very surface conversations. And then, like, you would go and dance for three hours, and I felt like we had been talking for ten. Right. Like, about, like, some of your deepest, darkest, like... Well, I think that's what, like, people that dance or, like, know... That's, like, what it is. Like, you... That's how you express yourself. And, like, you don't have to use words. Like, the music does it for you and your body does it for you and like I don't know I was thinking about it the other day like how sad it is that like as adults like we kind of do these things up until like high school or maybe college Mm -hmm. and And then like you just don't 
And I feel like that, like, I know, like, now I'm like, I really am going to start looking into, like, adult dance classes. And, like, that was highly made fun of back in the day when I was in, like, dance in school because, like, no one wants to watch the 40-year-olds do tap dancing. But, like, I think it needs to be a thing. Like, I think that we need to start normalizing, like, getting back to things, sports and dance and stuff like that that we did when we were younger because, like, what are we filling those holes with now? Alcohol. A lot. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of adults do that. Right. Alcohol and work. Right. They just, people just let that consume it. I feel like that's where like people start doing that. And you know, I've never thought about that. That is such a good point, babe. It, well, and like, I just feel nine out of 10 kids in high school or junior high are participating in an extracurricular activity. And I would say how nine out of 10 adults are not. Right. Like, the only person I know right now in my life that does, like, an extracurricular like that is Kate. Which you guys will get the pleasure of meeting soon. Oh my god, Kate! But, like, she does improv and is fucking Phenomenal awesome at, at it. it. Yeah, like, but, like, it's a passion. And, like, I'm like, more people should have that ability to do that passion as mm-hmm. an adult. Mm-hmm. Like, just because we're 30 and have kids doesn't mean that, like, we throw away the thing that, like, dance got me through a lot of the hardest times in, like, my young adult life. Like, there's... Mine was sports, and then I got... I transferred schools so I could do music because the school I went to didn't really have, like, a music program. Yeah. And the school that I went to had a huge music program. Like, we went to state, like, we, we... I was really into drums, and, like, we marched on, like, the... Broncos stadium field, like went to competitions. Like I remember there's this thing called like drums on the Rockies. Like we also did, um, winter percussion, which was like this whole huge thing. It was actually really like now that I like go back and look at it. Like I remember doing winter percussion and like making that music. And like, we have this ginormous tarp that like covers bigger than a basketball court. Like it was ginormous. And we like, we get this stupid little like cream colored tarp that took all of us to carry it plus the winter guard to carry it. So you're talking like an easy 20 kids carrying this big ass tarp and we're all like struggling. We're like, Oh my God, it's so heavy. And then I remember like our drum instructor would be up on the top of the bleachers in the, in like the basketball court and he'd be like, okay, Ash, like you draw a line from here to Jojo or what, whatever it was. Like we like, he'd spread us all out on the mats and then we'd like draw out what it was supposed to be. And then we would paint it. And then like, we carried that shit around and did all of our competitions. We had, I think it was a parent that took all of our measurements and made our uniforms and like. We played our fucking hearts out uh-huh. telling a story with our music. Right. And, and like, like marching what, it would out. Would you do that now if there was an option? Fuck yeah. Right. And Absolutely. do you feel like that would be good for you? Nine million percent. I feel like. I'd probably be in a lot better shape too. I if had you guys ass also do th- have places, like I have to say, like honestly though, if you guys have, like if you're like laughing right now at us and it's like you guys are so silly, like there are all these places, like please send them our way. We live, please. we live and we'll let you know. Like, but I've looked. And it is really hard to find a adult, like, any dance studio, they don't have age over 18 at all. Even... You're the teacher now. Yeah, you're the teacher, or you're the volunteer stage setter. But, like, (laughs) 
I'm like, I'll bring snacks. You guys want cut oranges? Like, I know I'm not as flexible and not as in shape as I was, but like, I could get there if I actually had a reason to. I feel like a lot of like, once you turn into adult, it turns into like, you don't play sports now, you do yoga. Right. I'm going to teach you how to stretch. Like, I feel, but I've been shocked at how much. This is so high. I've been shocked though at like how much, like, I started meditating and like, yeah, you can't diss on the yoga man. No. And like, I've tried doing some yoga poses and stuff, and They're I'm like, hard. oh my goodness. Like, yeah. I'm gonna break a hat. I mean, and like, that <laughs> stuff is great, but like, I think it's also the lack of community. Like, you're in front of your TV or whatever. Like, right. You can't, you, you can go to really yoga. fucked it up. You can go to yoga and you can hang out with people, but like, you're also paying for silence when you go to yoga. So I don't really feel like you can go to yoga and be like, hi, like I'm here to make friends. Like, I don't really feel like maybe feel like that's, the most sound I've never yoga. actually been to a yoga studio so that I could be wrong. Yeah. But I feel like we would be so immature because you know, people got to fart in those classes. Oh yeah. Just like, and we're going into upward dog. <laughs> downward <laughs> dog. <laughs> why ash and i could never go to yoga together <laughs> ever <laughs> i heard you farting it sounded like a uh, million ways to die if you want a good movie there you in go in the west a million ways to die in the west don't yes. say a million ways to die people are gonna be like uh don't do yoga <laughs> but it is like you're right there really are a lot of things that like just fall off when you get out of high school or college I mean, and you're kind of SOL and now you're like, okay, so I just work like a workhorse or right. I'm a parent. Right. That's a lot. And That's I hard. feel like a lot of the things that fall is like the arts and music and arts because like there is like adult basketball and there's like, you know, everything at the rec center. But like, I don't feel like you could go and just go to any dance studio and be like, hi, like I want to do an adult lyrical class. <laughs> They'd be like, uh, so are you wanting to teach it? Like what age group? Yeah. Like where are your kids? Are you, what for your kids? Like, what are you asking about? Do you have a child that goes here? No. Yeah. <laughs> but so let's normalize adult extracurriculars that are like not music and arts. Yeah. Drinking and working. I like that. That's actually a really good deal. All right. That's my new thing. After I'm done with other things. God bless it. No, I think that that's huge. And I think that's kind of like where we're at right now. And we, like, when I think back on stuff like this, like, remember that show that we used to watch? Um, Next Generation Degrassi? Yes. So we've found it again. <laughs> we've stumbled upon. We've stumbled upon Degrassi Next Generation. The holy grail of Degrassi. It's like all of the seasons the and we're thing. on like season three, episode 43. Like it's insane. I don't think there's that it's, many episodes per season. It is season. insane. And so, but like our daughter wants to watch it and I'm like, yeah, like I don't really think of like, I don't think it's I that know. bad. We get to like the second episode or like the first episode. I'm like, oh my God. Like, I can't watch this. Right. I was like, no, I don't think you're ready for this yet. Well, then like, we started like, as you watch these things, we just talked about it today. Like these kids were kind of just, like, left to fend for themselves and, like, take care of themselves while their parents are, like, there but not there. And I'm, like, that's kind of, like, though how it was. That's how it was when we were growing up. And I right. feel like it's completely different now. It is. Like, I feel like people that were in, like, their 20s and under were raised completely different than what we were. Because they had, like, 
now I'm that's generalizing. I'm generalizing it based off of like what our experience was right. and like what when I look back at like a lot of our friends and stuff, like we all were extremely independent. Like we had friends whose parents were like hardly ever home. Like they'd be like, Oh yeah, like I'll be at the house. Like oh right. like we'd go and hang out at their house and half the time their parents weren't there. Right. Like But like thinking about like our daughter watching this show, I'm like I'm like, do we I we're clearly She's not going to watch it right now because of, like, things that we've seen on there that, like, she's not ready for that. Yeah, like, no. there's no reason to plant seeds of things in her mind. But, like, wow. That was, like, the portrayal Just, like, little, of little our, things, like... though, too. It starts them in, like, seventh grade. I know. So they start out in, like, seventh grade. And, like, the first episode is her meeting somebody online and, like, going and meeting her, quote-unquote, boyfriend that she's had the whole time that she thought was, like, 13. Yeah, she has this And it turns out cyber... to be, like... Yeah. An older gentleman and a really bad situation. And, so, and like, she gets, like, trapped with him, like, in, like, a... Well, and our daughter was like, well, what I would do in that situation, I, I was like, like oh, we're not watching no, the show. We can't do this. <laughs> we're not watching the show. Yeah, I'm like, But no. that was right when the internet came out. Like, I'm pretty sure on the show, there's, like, dial-up happening. Like, yeah, instant, her instant messenger, like, it says a little, like, creak of the door. Do you remember that? Yep. Like, someone entered well, the conversation. <laughs> like, what? Like, <laughs> No, and but it's so crazy though too to think back though because there's so many things that we've watched in that show together that like I was like I we were in that. high school yeah with it and like I definitely felt like it was super relatable. I know. I don't know. It also dates us because like as we're watching it, I'm like, oh my god, like this camera's awful that they're using. Like what is Look at those bell bottoms. Like, you and can the- watch like it's a wonderful life and it has better <laughs> Picture resolution. I think what I love so much about it. So Drake is in this show. Yes, he is. Drake plays one of the characters for the longest time in the show. Yeah. And it's a Canadian show also, which I love. Yes. What, what are you talking about? A bit. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Any Canadians out there, we love you guys. Oh my gosh. We're going to visit also. Yes. This Kirsten's made had me, a dream. I just had a dream. I have a dream. <laughs> <laughs> Kirsten had this really cool dream, but it is not realistic because she was like, I went to the beach and it was like Bermuda Beach. We were watching Degrassi last night and they go to the beach and I didn't even think that, guys, I know Canada (laughs) has coastlines, okay, but I did not realize they have beaches. That sounds stupid. But like, you know what I'm saying? I know they have a coast, but do they have beaches? I don't know. I just thought they were rocks. A beach and a coast might be different. (laughs) No, but, like, it seems like they have sand and sun and all the things. So I start researching, because that's what I do, and I'm like, where was, you know, Degrassi It's like 1030 at night. Yeah, I this is what I do, though. So I went to bed with, like, Toronto and Canada, like, fresh on the mind. And I had a dream that we went to Canada, and we went to the beach, because I was like, they have beaches here. I know they do. And it was, like, crystal clear, like, Key West beaches. And, like, I was like, yeah, like, because we line up right with Key West. And I was, like, in my head, in my dream, thinking, like... We're north, though, and, like, I feel like that would be south, but, like, okay. And, like, I was just so jazzed to be there, but we're going to go. I'm not... It's really pretty. It is. It's really, really pretty. And I... I don't know. I think it would be a lovely time. That's definitely, like, all, like, such a blast from the past, though. It is. Yeah. It's been, like, really fun watching it, though. Like, rewatching it and, like... Also, the... um, I want to point out just, like... Because of where we're at with, like, the clothing and everything that, like, okay. So, like, 
why did we think for a second that like wearing jeans with a zipper that was less than an inch long was okay? <laughs> so we went from bell bottoms when they first started. Yes. Now to complete low rise jeans. Low. Like low rise jeans. Like and it's I pretty have, much one button. Like, one. And, like, three sounds of a zipper. And back when you used to, like, wear your thong straps up above yeah, your the whale jeans. tail was a big thing. And then the fact that... How did all the girls wear... I remember spaghetti straps being, like, a big no-no. But the amount of, like, crop tops They're that were worn... now. But I know. the thing that is beautiful is we do say that, like, you know, history repeats itself. But, like... We don't have the low-rise jeans and the crop tops. We have the high jeans and the crop tops now, which I am very grateful for. Yeah. Could you imagine our daughter wanting to wear low-rise jeans and a crop top? We'd homeschool. Right. Like, we are old-fashioned now because I can't This is what happens. This is where it's at. Like, do you not feel like we're becoming, like, our parents and grandparents in certain ways, though? Like, I know. I run around the house and I'm like, we're not even up here. We're paying for these damn lights. Turn the lights off. And then I'm... Honestly. At what point in time, like... When did a certain decimal of sound become annoying and, like, too loud? I'm like, hey, shh! I know. <laughs> Quiet down over there! And they're like, we're oh, literally just playing Bakugan. Uh, turning down the radio in the car to think? Because <laughs> you don't know where you're going? I literally turn the radio down if I can't figure out, like, where something is. Hold on, where which are we at? sucks which, because which my phone is linked to my radio and it's telling me where to go, so I have to keep it up to a certain degree, <laughs> but I have to figure out how to stop the music that's playing. Like we're getting we're getting up there in our It really does. And then it like It really does. And and suddenly we like we can deal with staying up if like we're in our bed and horizontal, but we have to be like in our beds by nine o'clock. Like if we're not in our bed, like we become such crab asses. Yeah, downstairs is black by nine. <laughs> it's like all the lights are turned off. Yeah. Yeah. It's just I don't know. I definitely see myself and i'm trying so hard to remind myself and be like when did i start like when did i stop being fun in a kid right like when did i stop understanding like they're just kids they're having fun they're giggling while playing a game or they're playing cards right. like our kids this morning were playing like a fierce game of go fish and <laughs> it was intense. it was competitive it was intense like was, i told them to go take a walk there was heat but like they were literally like, do you have a nine? And I was like, why are you yelling? Wait, honestly. Right <laughs> and they're like, because I only have three cards left. I was excited. I'm sorry. And I was like, well, don't say sorry. You're not doing anything wrong. And then I was like, why did I even ask them why they're yelling? Does it freaking matter? Right. I mean, they're playing go fish. Okay. Our kids could be doing They're anything. not running around. They're sitting at the table. Playing, playing a card, go, a card game. game. Right. And I was like, oh, God. Ow. Why oh, are you yelling? Stop. My eardrum rattled. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like in the car today too, in the in my truck today. They, they weren't. What were they doing? They were like they're mimic- talking about a parrot. They're yes. mimicking a parrot, and one of our daughters was like, and it like rattled like, my ears. Ow! I was so mad. And like, why is it that it like became you come, anger? Why do you become so mad? That's the thing. who left this light on up here. God damn it! What is happening in the world? Oh <laughs> I remember when my dad would go around the house, turn lights off, and I'd be like, what What did you just pay for that light being on an extra 15 minutes? What, five cents? I mean, I go through the house every morning after the kids and I, like, we, I take them to school, and then I come back and get ready, and before, like, I go downstairs for the day, I turn all the lights off upstairs, and I'm always like, who? Every light is on in this house right now. It doesn't, it, right. And when, we have all these windows. When did we start using, um, okay, guys, let's shut the house down. When did we start using that phrase? And the kitchen's closed. When <laughs> Penny, 
Our youngest cannot wrap her head around it. When I tell her the kitchen's closed, she like looks around and she's like, it's open. And I'm like, no, it's, that means there's no more food being served. Like kitchen's closed. And she's like, it's open. My grandma used to say that all the time. She'd always be like, no babies, kitchen's closed. And then she'd be like, are y'all hungry? I know. That's Ashley. You she's, want a snack? She's got the snack? grandma gene of, are you hungry? No. I just I just ate a whole meal. Okay, let me go fix you up something. <laughs> okay. Like Greek grandma. So, my so, grandma so used, not starving, but that's fine. My grandma had a sunroom that was super, like, warm and cozy during the summertime and, like, pretty hot. But then, like, during the colder times or, like, like spring and fall and winter, it, she used it as, like, her extra icebox. So she would, like, make potato salad and, like... Keep it on the you porch. You do that shit, though. Ash will put stuff in the garage all the time when, like, <laughs> winter becomes... Like, our garage becomes an extra extension of our fridge or our freezer, and I'm like... we don't have a sunroom, so it doesn't get cold enough, so I use the garage. <laughs> it's questionable. I don't know. There's times She'll that I'm like... like mm-hmm. She would leave, like, the spaghetti out there, like, leftover spaghetti. She would put the coleslaw out there and the potato salad and... Just random stuff. It would stay cold enough. Like, you I mean, go get yeah. it up. It's, it stayed cold. Like, it was... Le- <laughs> I mean, yeah. But she used to tell us, nah, 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 kitchen's closed. So you could have leftovers. She'd always make a ham at some point in time when we'd be out there. And so we'd always have, like, ham sammies afterwards. Like, the ham that you'd have, like, after, like, Thanksgiving or, like, Easter or, like, Christmas or something. Like, something like that. And like then she'd always... make ham? Something, Yeah. And she, yeah, I don't know. It was just funny though. She'd be like, "Nope, kitchen's closed," yeah. but she would make she would make you whatever was already cooked or leftovers. But right, she like, wasn't making nothing else. Yeah, she always made tomato soup though for us. I feel like it just happened so fast and like right what is zero with, to like, sixty. Like I woke zero up zero to sixty, you guys, and like what is with like comfortability now? <laughs> like sweatpants are a real thing. No, they're like. You have your favorite sweatpants, too. Like, that's a... You know, like, when you're young, you have your favorite things, but, like, it becomes a real thing when you're, like, older. Yeah. Like, these are my favorite sweatpants. Even if they're ugly as fuck. Like, no, you, you still wear care. them, and you, you don't, don't care. care. No. No, comfortability is, like, definitely, like, on the top priority And list. we've officially hit the age where we have to, like, stop what we're doing to figure out how old we are. Yeah, we do a lot of math. <laughs> This is, like, what happens, though. I don't know. It happens quick, you guys. See, we're in a different stage of life now. And we're in a different stage now because we've got two kids. Yeah. Like, back where our story's at. And we're, like, making this work. Well, yeah, we had them sharing. Our townhouse had... Let's talk about that. So, our townhouse had two bedrooms upstairs. Mm-hmm. There was, like, a big master. There was only one bathroom in the entire townhouse. Yes. It was a full bath. It was small, but it was a full. It was a full bath, but it was a bitty one. Like, we didn't even have, like, Like, you couldn't lay in there and, like... Right, no, the sink was, like, a pedestal sink in a bathtub. Well, and then we bought one of those, like, things you put behind the toilet that has, like, a rack that goes up and above to, like, have storage in there. But that was it. Like, it was... And then there was one closet. One linen closet upstairs. 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 Sorry. So the... (laughs) Sorry about that. Um, The kids... uh, What are you talking about? Um, Get out. The kids shared a room. Mm -hmm. And they were actually really good about it for the longest time. But Gavin didn't sleep. No. So we've talked about the sleepless wonder child. We were like, well, like, I guess we could split their rooms up. And we got to a point where, like, the kids were sharing the room, and it was fine, but 
we were working so hard through all of his like sleep stuff and his speech therapy and like all that, that it, it got hard. So we decided that we were going to like give up our room yeah, to the kids. So we separated them. We turned the master, we still kept the closet in there. That's where we kept all of our clothes at, but we yeah. took our bed downstairs. We got rid of our couch. Uh-huh. We took our bed downstairs and we created our living room as a like studio apartment. We did. And that's so, where we stayed. Yeah. And the kids had the upstairs. Uh-huh. Which also was like nerve wracking because we had one flight of stairs. Like the upstairs and downstairs was just divided by like one flight. Like 23 like, steps yeah. to be precise because I've fallen down them multiple times and so did Kirsten. <laughs> <laughs> and like I think we also worried about the kids falling down. So we had baby gates at both the top and the bottom. Yeah, we talked about that time that I fell over the baby gate and it went all the way down. Yes, because, yes, that happened. Just like in my birthday suit, damn near it. Yeah, I mean, we both fell down those stairs. We both fell down those stairs. You fell down the stairs with the kids in your arms Mm -hmm. and kicked the other one down. Yeah, accidentally. Well, yeah. (laughs) It wasn't purposeful. It wasn't on purpose. But we did. So we turned our master bedroom into. Did Gavin? Sawyer's room. Sawyer went over there? Mm -hmm. We took her master. Little room. Yes, and then we made that, we put, like, all their toys and stuff in there. Yeah, that was, like, the playroom slash... Because we had a bunch of toys downstairs, too, in the living room that yeah. we ended up taking well, up. Well, like, let's talk about that for one second. What the fuck is up with, like, when you have kids, if you look at a room, 90% of the stuff in that room is theirs now. I don't Where know. does it come from? <laughs> all of the things? I think that, like, that's why it's important to teach your kids to purge. Like, after a birthday or, like, right before a birthday, you purge. Yeah. And then, like... They get all the new things, and now you have a place for it. Yeah. But it still just accumulates. It's just insane. I don't know. Like, and we had two kids, and they and were And how young. do you have kids that have, like, one pair of shoes that you always see on them, mm-hmm. but suddenly there's seven pairs of shoes that are theirs in the middle of the downstairs? I don't know. Like, I think it's I come downstairs. they were young, so we had all the big stuff. Like, you have the high chairs, and you have the walkers, and you have the pushy thing, and you have... Like well, their, to- Gavin their had toys his little, are big. Gavin had his little um, basketball hoop basketball hoop. inside, and yes. then Sawyer the had the ball pit. The ball pit. Yeah, I mean, which we could have controlled, maybe some of like. I'm the- all, <laughs> this makes it sound like it was our fault, not theirs at all. It's not their fault at all. I'm just saying, like, they need this. Why? Like, it it's like zero. It's crazy when like you have a kid because all of a sudden it's just like their stuff just takes over. Like, it integrates into every aspect. It was everywhere. I do think that, like, the whole, like, having high chairs and stuff and all that bulky stuff. That's one thing that, like, our sister was like, oh, I have these little, like, portable high chairs that are like a camping chair. Yeah. Freaking genius. Yeah, honestly. Super easy. They strap up to a chair. You just put them on the floor. Like, they have a tray or you strap them to a chair and put them at the table. Like... Yeah, they I break mean, down like a lawn chair does. Like they break down like a little camping chair into a little foldable, little and they go in a little sleeve. Yeah, they're super, super cool. Um, that was something that was definitely. But see, like everybody has like their parent hacks. Oh, I know, but like it's so funny too because as you have like more time or more kids, like I feel like there have been so many times that I'm like, you know, we went, we had two kids, we we went through two whole children from these ages and never knew that. Like the thing about the whole onesie. How you can like fold it down over them instead of cutting it off of them when they have well, a blowout? Well, we knew that. I did not. <laughs> I feel like you did because I've known that forever. No, you day. did, and you taught that to me. Okay. Also, that you have to tuck them down if they're boy because they'll, oh, pee, yeah, up they'll pee up themselves. Yeah. No, everybody knows that. It seems like 
It's not common sense if you say that because it's not true. Okay. I do remember holding our friend's little boy and he had just had his diaper changed. And I was holding him and I was like, oh, he's peeing. (laughs) And it's on me. (laughs) And I remember his mom being like, oh my gosh, like, I'm sorry. He just does that sometimes. And I'm like, well, do you not like point his penis down and then close his diaper? And they're like, what? I do remember that. Yeah. Okay. Maybe okay. that isn't yeah. common sense. Yeah. Though. Yeah. I yeah. Don't know. But I think like the hard thing about, <laughs> I'm sorry, but that's just, there are hacks that like you learn as you go. That yes. You're like, I you take a onesie we off. No. You open those. So they ha- onesies have that little like cuff on the top of them. And if you just push that cuff and like flip it inside out it opens the entire top of the onesie and then when they have a blowout or when they're super messy instead of pulling that up and over the child's head with all the nastiness on it you literally just pull it down down. over their body yeah you just roll it down Uh i remember watching people like try to cut their kids stuff off and i'm like no just like watch flip this inside out and pull it down it's fine I don't, I don't know. know. I but think... also, like, the whole, um, like, snack tray with the tackle box. Yeah. Freaking genius. I mean... We never did that with our first two. What would do without TikTok? Because <sighs> those are where you Pinterest or definitely like learn like those things. Yeah. Or, like, the little baby sticky note pads mm-hmm. when you're traveling. Because yeah. you just put them everywhere and it's an easy cleanup. Yeah. There are know. so many things. But, like, I don't know. I think that we... We got to a point in the townhouse where, like... We knew we weren't going to be able to stay forever, but, like, we were, damn, like, we were, like, we were We're going to make it work. Yeah, we were. And, like... It was such a good deal. And we still, financially, were, like, extremely living paycheck to paycheck. I had a ton of medical bills that had, like, piled up from all of my, like, emergency surgeries and stuff. Like, yeah, that was a mess. So, I mean, realistically, like... Staying in the townhouse was what was most financially stable for us. It also was home. Like, the idea of leaving... I remember we briefly would talk about it here and there. And the idea of leaving the townhouse was, like, heartbreaking. I know. We we never had issues. Like, we had our couple little, like, you know... Yeah. Things that would happen here or there. But we never had, like... The townhouse didn't, like... I don't know. It just... It was so good. It was home. And it it was, was, like... We were so established in that place. Like... We loved the little townhouse. It it was just perfect. And I think we, like, that's all we had known for so long that we were, like, scared to not know where we would end up if we, like, didn't well, our move. experience leading up to the townhouse was very hard, too. Yeah. Like... Well, when you, like, bring your babies home to a place... There's sentiment. There's sentiment there. Like, I remember, like, thinking when we move, like, it's gonna be weird not having that anymore well and then we used to have that park that we'd walk down to yeah like and the kids would ride their bikes and like we were centralized we were like pretty decently close to like our friends we were decently close to like family like yeah i mean but we were in like the dead of the city though oh yeah like full-blown and like our kids couldn't go outside and play by themselves like they didn't have a backyard to play in we had like a little fenced back patio area that was which we also did wonders with like i can't... we did so many things to that back patio oh my gosh remember my grass box oh my god kirsten yeah. had a grass box built for the dogs to go to the bathroom back there because they used to go potty on like the cement yeah our little chihuahua pack and like i would go out there with vinegar and kirsten can't stand the smell of vinegar but i would go out there and clean it with vinegar so we'd like pick up all the poo poo and throw it away and then like i had like sc- these like scrub brush 
things that I would like go out there and like spray down the entire back patio. Yeah. Um, with the sink sprayer from the kitchen out the window. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> I'd Innovative. spray it out the window through the screen to like get it all. That tells you how big it was too. Okay. Cause I, I could pretty much reach it all with the sprayer from the kitchen sink, but I would spray it all out like I that. Then I'd go out. <laughs> Yeah. And then I would go out there with like vinegar and scrub with the scrubby. I would scrub the shit of it and then I would like rinse it all out again. Yeah. And that just became such, it was such a fucking chore. I know. All the time. And it would like, after like a couple days, like if they're going like potty on it, like right. pee on it, like it would start to Especially smell. Especially in the summer. Like it was so well, smelly. With the heat and stuff. So like we would be doing that like every like three days. It was a lot. So we, I was like, there's got to be a better way. So I came up with a grass box. Which was built out of like recycled. Yeah. I don't even know. I don't even know. And so Kirsten got like a bunch of sod. Yeah. Didn't we put in the back of your Jeep that you had and it like ruined the back suspension of your Jeep because it was too fucking heavy? (laughs) True life, huh? This is a true story. (laughs) Kirsten's like, what a start of my Jeep. So we get like all this sod. Which, when I say all this sod, I'm thinking, like, maybe eight pieces. Six, six, eight pieces tops. It was so heavy in the back of this tiny little Jeep Patriot that, like, we drove it back home, just (laughs) sagging ass the whole way home, which was only, like, three, four blocks. I know. And we get there, we unload it, and then the whole rest of the time that you owned that stupid thing, it would, like, squeak and, like, clunk in the back. It wasn't good. It wasn't good. You blew your shocks out in the back for sure. And ever since then, here's the thing. It was the sod. It was the, so we so had that heavy. stupid fucking sod box, and the sod, of course, died. Like I didn't think about it. I didn't think about like it needed drainage, and like it. I put dirt in it. <laughs> <laughs> so we had this stupid fucking sod box that was back there, that and then the dogs. The dogs wouldn't use it. So now I the had dogs this... weren't. They were scared of it. I did all this work, you guys. This was a big project, and then the dogs were so scared of it. Well, and I was like, okay, I remember we did have a genius moment where when like, it would snow and stuff, we would put a fitted sheet over it, so then the the dogs had a place to go potty. We would just pull the fitted sheet back. Yeah. But, like, then the fitted sheet started smelling and yeah. being gross because it was wet and, like, snowed on or rained on or whatever. So much work. But, like, there was a, at least, and then the, the sod got soggy, yeah. and then it started growing, and, like, like, mold. <laughs> And I was like, this is not healthy. This is not healthy for any of us. Now, mind you, to get to our back patio, you have to carry everything through the fucking house. Yeah, it is literally the back door is like in the kitchen dining area and you have to walk through the front door to get to the back door. So we had to, we built, brought everything in. Well, we did have the garage door that went through the kitchen. So I guess like you- Through the alleyway kitchen. So you had like all of like three feet. Yeah. So your turning angles in the kitchen were like three feet. So everything, it was a nightmare. So then now I have to find a way. So I had to bag all of it up. I put it all in bags and carried these huge fucking bags. One or two of them broke open. Like it was a fucking nightmare. It was. It was not your most clever thing. Sorry. I'm sorry. Sorry about that. No. And then, oh, that was a lot. Yeah. But I mean, we tried, right? We tried. We tried all the things. The townhouse was definitely like 
Then I got to but a point where I was like, we're any, just going like, to put them on a leash and we're going to walk them down the street. We would walk them like a block down the street oh, yeah. to go potty. Yeah. That's what it started. I was like, I'm done with this. I'm I over mean, it. Like, yeah. It was just a lot. And like, we had the herd of chihuahuas and we had the kids. We also got a cat. Well, the cat was way later because we had Brina, my plot hound. And the then cat we had was two not way chihuahuas. later. The cat was way, way later. The cat was later. Okay. The cat was at the end of at the, end. the townhouse. Yeah, okay. Because the cat moved yeah. up in life. It did. It got it, it He got an upgrade for damn sure. Yeah, well he had need an upgrade with his attitude anyway, so mm-hmm. 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 yeah. But you know, we were making the best We did, so we lived that we could. Well and so the biggest thing too, so we had the discussion where we're like, Well, if we go and live in the living room, like what happens when people come over? And I was like, The people that are coming over to our house, if they're not okay with how we have to live in our house since we live in it ninety five percent of the time, then right. they're not welcome at our house. True story. Like if but you we want a place have to friends sit over like, and stuff and we'd all like lay in our bed. I know. I mean, come on. But the people at that point in time in our life, though, yeah, were, like, were, like, people that were family and friends that, yeah. like, you would go and lay on their bed or they would lay on our bed. Like, exactly. it was... You did what we had Not to do. a dinner party of, like, hey... But I think we, like, fun. we were to the point that we were, like, you know, we're gonna make this work as long as we possibly can, and, like, I feel like we did. We 100% did. There was did. no regrets, like, at no the reg- end of being, like, we didn't do enough no to regrets. try to stay. No regrets. It was really nice. Like, honestly, like, I think that we did exactly what we needed to do, and, I mean, it wasn't an option to let one of the kids stay downstairs. The kids had to have separate rooms. Yeah. And, I mean, at this point, too, like, we were also working with Gavin's, like, occupational therapy and speech therapist and things like that, too. So, I mean, like, that was something that we were, like, working through. And then we made the decision that, like, we were going to, like, really talk about, like, what we were going to have to do to buy house or like move. move but i think we talked about we kind of made like a promise we like, talked about we buying weren't the townhouse. No, but we yeah we did we talked about buying the townhouse and then we decided like we really can't like it's just not it's not feasible with how many kids we had and plus us no and like we tried to be minimalist for a little while and like i think we liked it we I think did it just, like it's i just really, really think we liked hard it with kids like especially young kids and also like we have families that are very much like givers of gifts and things that like, it's hard. But I think that like we had promised each other that if we were going to move out of the townhouse, like we would have bought, we would buy something. Right. That's like what we yeah. said. Like we're not going to go rent somewhere. If we're yeah. going to leave, we're going to buy. And so we had to start thinking about that. Like that was a big, I don't know, in my mind, buying a house was like a huge hurdle that I didn't know. Like if we were going to get there. Oh, me too. I thought I, the way that everything had happened and the way that we had like started our relationship and life together, like it was very hard to see and picture those things. Oh, it was very hard sure. to see ourselves as for me to see ourselves as homeowners. Yeah. Well, it's a big deal that like, wasn't going to be like, like even if we did like own something, like I saw us owning like a nice, like double white or something. Yeah. Like I just thought that was like what was in our cards. And I think that that, I, I think that was something I mean we really did contemplate that we did we did look at trailer homes Uh and like what those options were and like they're actually really fucking nice like I don't care who you are right like the movie eight mile makes them look so rundown and gross and like not the trailer homes can actually be really 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 nice like you would have no idea that you were in a trailer home if you take pictures from the inside right unless you were on the outside of it for sure so I mean I think that that was something too that we 
took our time and really explored, like, every single option yeah. that we had available to us. Because, like, I am one of those people that I'm, like, there is always another way. Like, I don't really take no for an answer. Yeah. I, I'll take... I don't take no for an answer, but I will, like, definitely find alternatives. And, like, we did that. Like, when we started thinking well, about we looked leaving. at other townhouses. And then yeah. we looked at homes and we decided we wanted a home. And then we looked at the, like, double-wide trailers. Mm-hmm. And we really liked that option. We did. Like, we were actually really leaning towards that option because it was way more affordable. Plus, like, you had, like, a yard. And, like, and the I amount think of that was space the big that thing. you got was really nice, too. So, like, the trailers then, were a big deal. But the way that those are financed and loaned on, yeah, it was... because you don't own the land, right. you just own the property, like, it made it very complicated. It did. And, like, it also was hard because we were first-time home buyers, so, like, the mm-hmm. banks wanted different things for those things. Right. you're not purchasing land, you're purchasing a, well, you know... and then you think you're getting it so much cheaper, but then you don't realize that you're also renting the land that your right. trailer so is really on. Right, so really, it's not... It wasn't that much cheaper than, like... And then once we started, like, pros and cons, it was, like... Well, well it was where we wanted to live at and yeah. what style we wanted to have and things like that. Like, we couldn't be as, like... I don't know, it just... It was really ideal, but it didn't fit inside of our box of our, like, checklist of what we needed and couldn't have. Yeah. Um, but, but I think that's what was so cool, though, is that, like, we, now we started, like, really... (sighs) Well, I just want to, like, point out that at this point in time, like, we live in Denver, okay? Like, at this point, and, like, the market is absolutely insane. Insane. Like... Denver has jumped the list to, like, above Sandy, San Francisco at that point, I think. Like, it was... It was very high up there. It was very... Yeah, like, it was very competitive. price of living and cost of living. Like, at that point, people were outbidding people, other people by, like, hundreds of thousands of dollars. Yeah, like... In cash. You didn't go and, like, put in their offering price plus 10 grand. You went in no. and, like... So everything that, say you were approved for a loan for $500,000, you looked at homes that were 350000 to 400000 because you had to have wiggle room to be able to... But then it wouldn't even appraise that high, so then But you then were they were appraising that high, which True. was what... It was insane. You'd go to a house and you're like, oh my God, like, if my it's parents would have bought this, way. you know... Yeah. If my parents would have bought this at this time, they would have spent 120000 on it. Like, yeah. boom, yeah. bam, boom. And now it's going for 680000 You're I like, know. what the hell? Well, and that was like... We still got I the carpet from then. <laughs> that, like, deterred us, too, for quite a long time because, like, we kept hearing about the market and, like, we didn't have a professional, like, a real... I we wish... We were just, like, going off of, like, what we were hearing and, like... I wish when we got... When we decided we were going to have our second, I wish that's when we would have gotten in contact with a realtor and like started doing our research then because I think that we just dubbed ourselves as not being able to be homeowners. Like we totally talked ourselves down about it. We also missed that huge opportunity (coughs) because like the market literally blew up within like a year period in Denver. So like if we would have done that, then I think we would have been able to afford more. I know that we both had the conversation too of like, why did we wait so long? I know. And like, so if you get anything out of this, it's, don't think that you're not capable because, like, we totally were. Right. And we waited because we didn't think we could. A hundred percent. We totally, like, literally, I think that was what was so cool is that, like, when we reached out to our realtor, we were like, hey, like, we want to do this. We really don't know if we can do this or not. And she was like, okay, well, like, let's just do this. Do a credit app. Let's see what we can get you approved for. And we'll go from there. And I was like, yeah, but we're probably not going to get approved. And she was like, here's the thing, though. 
they're going to know what you need to do and tell you a step-by-step plan on how to get there. It can be something as stupid as being like, okay, you need to pay this credit card down $1,100. You need to pay $62.30 on this credit card. Honestly, And that'll get you where you need to go. And you're like, what? Yeah. It was actually like... I I was shocked at like how dialed in they were able to be like, this is what you have to do to get this approval. I think, like, that was the thing is that, like, I think we were so, like, nervous about the idea of starting the process that, like, it wasn't really that bad at all. We also had nobody tell us. Like, I did not have that knowledge when I got out of the house. No. Like, I had nobody that told us how to do things like this. No. So, it was, it was definitely hard in that regard. But once we did get to the point of saying, okay, we're going to move, and then we worked with the realtor, and then we got, um like our pre-authorization, like it was go time. And it was like, it was hard. And we gained a friend. We did. Through this process. We had a ton of laughs and good time through this process, but it was hard. There was a lot going against us. Yeah. Because of how crazy the market was. Yeah. Because of like our like income and like just, we were little first time home buyers. Like, and people were pulling some shady shit. Yeah. We have a lot. Yeah. So we've, we're going to have a lot to share. We're going to have to see if we can get her to come on. Yeah. And have everybody meet her because she's pretty f- fucking awesome. Heck yeah. So, but yeah, I, th- I think we're getting ready to say goodbye to the townhouse. Mm-hmm. I know. Ten years. I know. It was also scary because I was like so scared to disappoint our landlord by telling her we were going to leave. Know. I know. That was a big She pull. was kind of like an adopted mom. She was such a cool lady. She was. We only met her once. In person. Yep. But we remained, like, in touch. It was kind of funny, actually. It was. So. All right, guys. Thanks for hanging out with us. We're going to peace out here. Uh, Let's see. At the Ashen Kirsten on Instagram. Let us know, too, if you know different places or things for, like, adults to do dance or something like that like please let us know fill us in yes and if you're doing something fun as an adult an activity that you do for yourself like share it with us we want to hear about it we do so yep at the ashen kierce on instagram and we've got our tiktok tiktok up (laughs) every time every time i didn't say tiktok this time but tiktok uh lesbian honest podcast and that's it all right all right guys later have a good week bye